Hello, Legends of the Superstitions listeners. It's Abby here with Emily. Hey. Morgan. Hi. And Eve. I'm going to be honest, I got laid last night. Oh, Jesus Christ. Seriously? I apologize out there, but that's the beauty of live. Or pseudo-live, I guess. Broadcasting. At least you know we're real people and not robots. Oh, a lot was real last night. Anywho, for those of you who checked the interview updates, you will know we had something of a lead after our break in the case last update. We know Rose was approaching Weaver's Needle from the tiny town of Tortilla Flat, which, to you, doesn't seem odd. Tortilla Flat is tiny. Population 6. This place is weird. It has its own post office and voters precinct. So, it's basically something out of a horror movie already. Not that we're suggesting any of this is like a horror movie. No, but to set the scene... Well, there's no scene. It's a real place where real stuff happens. What I'm trying to get across, though... Yo, Ely Jones. The lady makes a point. Why does it not shock me that you're Team Morgan? What's that supposed to mean? No one is Team anything. Tortilla Flat is weird, and Rose was there. We know from looking at the maps and the location of her backpack, which the police department has refused to release pictures of, despite this being a public case. But whatever. I'm not bitter. We learned from the interview with one of Rose's soccer teammates, Teresa, that she started frequenting Tortilla Flat to meet up with someone she identified as a hiking partner. Which isn't totally weird, since we know from that same interview that Rose had several hiking partners. Except that this dude, Max Detweiler, was ten years older than her and a rabid conspiracy theorist. Wait, should we be saying his name? Too late now. It's a person of interest in a public investigation. Yeah, but this is getting into some private... Max has a blog called Weird in the Wilderness, where he talks about all sorts of things. Apache legends about the mountain, passed down stories, and most prominently, the Lost Dutchman's gold mine. Why don't you give them a little more background on that? Well, this fabled gold mine... Which is one of at least three similarly named mines in the United States, all with similar legends. Morg, really? Am I not the cultural expert? I do research also. What we do know, though, is that Jacob Waltz was real. This is the aforementioned Dutchman, who's actually German, who came out west in the 19th century looking for gold like everyone else. Supposedly, he was gifted land from the Peralta family. Now you can learn more about them and the history of their own gold cache on my blog. But Waltz started making the 50-mile trek from the desert to Phoenix, boasting about his gold. He was obviously followed back into the desert several times, and those stalkers ended up dead or missing. Evidence? Eventually, the Dutchman got sick, and on his deathbed... Oh, here we go. He bequeathed some of the clues to a woman at the inn who had been taking care of him and the doctor with him. The woman and the doctor were never able to make sense of these clues or his map. Because he was a delusional nutcase. And ended up selling them. Since then, several people go out each year and hunt for the gold mine, and many end up missing or dead as well. Now let me tell you my research. The only reason people today care about this supposed buried treasure in the mountains is because of a man named Adolf Ruth. This guy got himself killed in the desert trying to find the mine. Before then, it was a tiny little local legend at best. You failed to point out that it was obvious Ruth was murdered, with his head found away from his body, his own treasure map missing, and a note written in his checkbook claiming to have found the mine with Veni Vidi Vici written inside. And what does this have to do with a teenage girl who went missing in the desert today in 2016? Because I checked out Mr. Detweiler's social media and found the last update he made on Twitter. The day before Rose was reported missing was Veni Vidi Vici. Which doesn't prove anything. And you're suddenly interested in this? It can't be that shocking that I have an opinion on this you're going forced to listen to, constantly. 
or you just like trying to prove me wrong constantly because you hate me or have some weird preschool playground crush on me. She doesn't have a crush on you. And that's another thing, since when are you two? Okay, this has been informative. We got some serious information for you all to go over, and we're building quite the repertoire. But it's time to check out what we've got in the way of fan emails. Eve? I didn't get a chance to look at these yet, so enjoy our authentic live reactions. Yay. First one is from Jacqueline1134 at gmail.com. She says, Hey, Legends crew. I caught your second update and went back and listened to the first. Really riveting stuff. Since this is all ongoing, I DK what will be updated by the time you get this, but I was wondering if you thought anything kind of extra weird was going on. I'm from New York, and you hear weird stories about aliens and stuff in Arizona. Thanks, and I love the show. Do I think she got abducted by aliens? No. For once, we agree. Can't rule that, I guess, but probably not, Mulder. Moving on. Good question, though. If anyone out there wants us to do a segment on the UFO sightings of the area, sound off. Seriously? And the second one is from sarahcakes at hotmail.com. She writes, Hey guys, love the show. I especially love the live feel to it. I know it probably frustrates you guys not being able to do edits, but I think it makes you guys super authentic. My question might be a little weird, but I really need to ask. Are Eve and Morgan dating? They'd be like relationship goals if they were. Thanks. Uh, no. They aren't dating. <laughs> they would deserve each other, though. What a weird question. Anyway. I appreciate the listenership, Sarah, and we love the feedback. But maybe we keep the questions strictly professional? Well, we are prying into a girl's life. Why shouldn't they pry into ours? That's not what we're doing. I think it's about time to wrap this up. Hey, AV Club, since when do you call the shots? Since I'm the one with the nuke codes, Effie, I'm cutting this recording off in ten seconds. We're done for the day anyway. We hope we brought you some good stuff, and know our tensions only run high because the case gets more complicated. We've been Abby, Emily, Morgan, and Eve. Check back for more updates soon. <laughs>